Well, I'm from Utica, and I've never heard anyone use the phrase steamed hams. up podcast of this week's host cj it's been a while this is like what two weeks since i recorded the first episode of 2020 oh wow um yeah because uh, my first episode was technically the intro episode um i i it's i've been busy um and that other voice you heard is uh, of course my my guest for the this uh this week uh, a good friend of the podcast uh cody hello He's traveling from his own uh, podcast to, to, to come by. Um, for those who don't remember, for all the younglings listening for the first time, I know we've been on for a while. Um, Cody was one of the earliest guests to the podcast. He was the uh, he was like the first person I had on that I met through the podcast. Yeah, and I then, think so, huh? <laughs> yeah. You, okay, because it's funny. I have like a, d- different tiers of guests, right? I have my cousins who are usually on. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they, they have to be, because they owe me everything. Um, <laughs> okay. That's why it works with family. Um, Christine's not a guest, she's a co-host, so she's usually, like, a, fi- a fixture. Um, I have, I have friends from college who, who usually come on when, whenever they want, so they don't really count, because I, I didn't meet them through here. Then I have people like you, um, and then anyone else, any other, like, like, podcaster, YouTuber, or whatever I meet through Twitter. Um, so you're on that tier. So you're the first of those. You're the first person I met because of the podcast. So, uh, I think that, 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 that's, that's, that's a very special Yeah, that makes thing. me feel a little special. That's cool. Yeah, the, <laughs> you, mind you, you trailblaze, you were here before people like, you know, Earl Balin, before Tom Johnson, before, um, and yeah, before, you're, you're also like the first, uh, Easy Allies fan group member. Yeah, that was a that was a big that's a big thing. Cause I forgot you, that's you, where we met, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's funny, right? Because I think it's so far removed now from 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 where we all where we where, where we even talk. Because I, I think now it's I consider you more of a Twitter friend now. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that's basically everyone in that group I I talk to. Like they've all migrated. Like we we all talk on Twitter. So yeah, you're you're in that you're in that sort of like group of mutuals that I have. Right. On. Um. So it, it's it, it's nice to have you here for like the first true episode of the uh, of the new year. Yeah, um, I, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. So for those who don't know, Cody has his own podcast that he he essentially revived. He brought it back from I guess purgatory. It wasn't dead. It was kind of it stopped. was a very long baby hiatus. <laughs> baby hiatus. Yeah. Oh man. That's baby, why. I, that's why we took a hiatus in the first place because I was having my second kid, and then. We just kind of never got back together until recently, literally like two weeks ago. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. It, it, it's funny, yeah. So the, um, the the your podcast it's, it's important because you and I came up around the same time, right? right? And that weird a like between August of twenty eighteen to like September of twenty eighteen. Um, and it, it's funny if you look back, like we're mostly talking about the same games. We're mostly talking about Spider Man and Assassin's Creed. Because they both came out around that time, right? Yeah. Um. So it, it's funny. We 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 both came up around the same time. Um. So 
you know, I consider like the Tired of City and podcast like the sister podcast to the Waypoint Set podcast. Yeah, um, in yeah. this weird, in, in this weird like network, right? Um, and so it, it, it's nice to to have you guys back in in my rotation. Um, you know, you guys even now, like I've stopped listening to most podcasts. I only listen to one podcast now. Oh really? Um, <laughs> be- before you came, yeah. Before you guys came along, before you guys came back, I listened to one podcast. It wasn't even a video game podcast. The only podcast I listen to now is um, the Deep End, an Adult Swim theme podcast. So I stopped listening to video game podcast altogether for a while now. Um, but then you guys kind of came back and broke that. Um, it's funny. Uh, but yeah. So for those again, for those interested, I'm obviously gonna link them. If you're if you're listening to this, you for sure like our our interests like crossover 100 percent for sure like everything um cody's very much like me we 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 wear our our interests on our on our sleeves um so go check it out i'll i'll link everything um you're you also you're also bringing back uh if you want to talk about that really quickly before we get into anything you want to talk about your site oh yeah so I occasionally like to write about video games and stuff like that. Um, I just recently somehow found a way to get my old old gaming blog back up and running. Um, I got the domain back somehow, and I don't know how it came about, but yeah, it's a long story. Um, yeah, that was that was one of the funniest things. I got a I got a message from you out of nowhere. Yeah. I got a, hey. It's like I have I now have two websites that I want to run, but like what do I do with it? So the my current video game blogging site, the Tired Obsidian, is now basically just a hub for the podcast where Slings Gaming is uh, essentially where all my gaming and writing and adventures and um, more bloggish stuff is going to be going on to that website now. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm happy for that development. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're you 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 sort of like found a way to like keep everything in a yeah. way because it it's the listen. I'll be honest. Getting rid of like a branding sucks. Um, especially if you poured like a bunch of work into. It. I mean, you you've had the tired city in for like well over you know two years almost. So yeah, I just, mean the tired city to... has be, has been a blog name on tumblr for years now for yeah video games exactly and stuff like that so like it's kind of that it's that, you at this point yeah that <laughs> and slinks is like literally my online persona is slinks and the tired obsidian so it's like trying to get both of them to mesh together in some way is uh it's interesting <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad. Again, it sucks. Like trying to like it did not suck, but it is it is hard to like navigate. But I'm glad that you figured it out. You found a happy medium. Yeah. Um. Sure. Like, yeah, and I, I feel because like this year I like my goal is to like have a second project. So I, I I'm glad that you you sort of like put your foot out there first to kind of like remind me. All right, it's not that bad. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, you <laughs> Granted, will, you I you haven't wanted... started writing on it about anything yet, but, but still. It's, you're there. It's you're... something. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. So this week, um, it's slow. I think the only major game out is a uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and since I didn't get a review code, I, I can't really talk about it. Um, so I, I decided to kind of go back. So the theme of the podcast for 2020 is like, you know, and I think you 
you feel this too. It's like I, there's always something new to play or something we have on the on the back burner. Um, so I, I the the whole theme of 2020 is like our backlogs because in in a way our backlogs were a reflection of us. Right. Um, the, they're either games that we you know that we bought like at the in 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 the heat of the moment or or they're games in series we love we never got around to playing or there's something new that we we just need to like find time for. So, you know, each week it'll be more about like what we've been up to and how we're kind of going to conquer that. I I spoke about how I, every week I'm at the library, local library, either renting games or and now, especially renting movies. So if, if in my setup here, I have my desk, so I have a stack of movies from my university library. And then I have my, my, my bookshelf, a stack of movies, from my public library, including like some games thrown in there um, that I need to get through. All, that's not even counting the dollar store stuff I found. Like <laughs> so like I'm drowning in all this stuff and I also and of course like Cody I know you like this is you for sure also our the, like our digital libraries are a mess I assume oh god yeah <laughs> I assume especially you Game Pass is probably like drowning you <laughs> yeah it's I'll go like a week where I'm like okay I'm gonna download this and this and this and I'm gonna start on this and go through this and then I end up like just deleting those games and not actually ever playing them, and then I sit and I play other games that were already downloaded onto my console. Yeah, and it's, what, it's a mess. What it's funny is like I I was the same way all winter break. I I am like oh I'll, I'll start this up and then I'm like yeah let me get into a few ma- like a few Fortnite matches that'll last like five hours and then I go back and then I'm like all right I'm done playing games for today. Right. Um. So yeah, it, it's a tricky balance. So I before we start into our our uh our new top like our, our topic bro what we talk about for the week i did i only have one yes or no question and it's topical because there is some big news to drop today so um final fantasy 7 remake uh, got delayed expected i i caught i knew it in the back of my i i knew it would be delayed so both that and avengers were delayed so quick cody my question to you with your infinite knowledge uh will cyberpunk be like delayed after all this nah i don't think so i think cd project red at this point is pretty consistent for the most part on their releases um and i feel like i read something not long ago where they were saying that it it was about to go gold so they were already like ready to start pressing discs and everything so i Mm. think i think we're we will end up in the most ridiculous timeline of resident evil 3 cyberpunk and Final Fantasy VII Remake all within a week of each other. What sucks is now it's given me, like, I have to make a choice and I'm going to end up choosing Final Fantasy VII Remake. But it's 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 kind of sad. I But it's funny. In Avengers, I did not care about. So if it's delayed, I'm kind of indifferent towards how. Yeah, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm in the same eh. boat. That, yeah. Every time someone brings that up, all I can picture is those ugly, ugly faces. Of I love it. And God. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> God, I, it, it's a shame because you'd think, all right, you get Crystal Dynamics, just make the most basic third-person adventure game, and it'll sell like nothing, right? Like it'll, if they literally just made like, all right, we're gonna make our Tomb Raider clone, uh, a Tomb Raider clone, but you play as like an Avenger, that that shit would sell. <laughs> like, right. you no, know, they're they're going in the weirdest direction, but we'll see. So now it's basically it's an, it's April now. It's a fight between, um. It's, uh, Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, and uh, and Cyberpunk, which is massive. Like that's just wild. 
Yeah, I wild between those three. Honestly, I think Cyberpunk will end up winning out for the most part because that that game is so widespread and open to literally everyone who plays like the even the minuscule amount of video games. Um, yeah. Whereas Final Fantasy VII Remake is all for those people who love Final Fantasy VII. And then Resident Ooh. Evil 3 is for those people that love Resident Evil 3 and Resident Evil 2 Remake, which yeah, exactly. I am in that boat. I love the remake. It's fucking terrifying, and I can't beat it, <laughs> but I am in that boat as well. So, what, What's funny is, like, yeah, so of the most... You're, you're surrounding, like, the big RPG with, like, two semi-niche semi games. Like, yeah, Final Fantasy is probably the biggest series ever, but this game is going to appeal to people who either play... All, every Final Fantasy VII game, it'll probably appeal to people who play like you know those platinum action games, um, or or just people like something like that, right? It, like that they're gonna market it towards that. I doubt the most casual person's gonna like pick it up and think, especially with the whole like um, episodic nature of it. Um, it, I think it's a it's a harder sell sometimes. Oh, for but sure. um, I mean, regardless, I, I'm still excited for it. Like it, it, from what I've seen, like I'm just blown away. I still have the. I have the original Final Fantasy VII on my Switch, and I still, I, I think now they get that's a sign for me to actually sit down and play it. <laughs> like that's a sign from from Square to play it. Resident Evil Three, I haven't played RE Two, so I have no connection. I uh, that's the game I'm currently playing right now, trying to sit down and just like play one game, and I, I chose that one. I that's the worst one. It's, <laughs> that's like that's that seems awful. It's it's scary. It's you know I can get through one section that I. I saved the game and I turned it off. I'm like, I can't, I can't play more than like an hour max of this game at a time Damn. because it just, it stresses me out so much. And like, I've, I've played through all this like beginning sections already on the PlayStation four. Uh, so I'm playing it on Xbox one now. And it's even when I know what's going to happen, I'm still like, I can't fucking do this, you know? It, yeah, I, you know what's funny? I just downloaded it too. My cousin sold his uh, PlayStation, but he gave me his account oh, nice. to just download stuff off. So I'm like, he had he had already two. That's like the only game he had that I didn't have already. I'm like, all right, might as well like catch up. I'm a year late, but might as well catch up before RE3. Um, because yeah. the thing I have no nostalgia for the series. I I only I've I've only played started playing them like within the couple of years. I played seven, which I adored. Um, you want it anxiety inducing? Seven is just on some other level. Um, uh, I played Resident Evil Four, which is probably like I I can tell now where every game just copied this one, and I kind of love it for it. It's jank, but it's like jank in the best way. Um, it, it made me like realize, oh man, Last of Us is not great, <laughs> like in that like in that regard. But and then now RE Two just looks like a, a good evolution of that. So I'm excited to sit down and play it. Um, but we'll get into like what 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 will probably stop me. Um, all I know is the first half of 2020 is is crazy, um, especially when you look at like last year how how crazy it was too. I think now it's just ramping up because we're at the end at this point of like this gen. Right. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is when everyone drops. Do you remember remember how awful like 2013 was and just the amount of stuff we got? Yeah, I mean, I felt the same way in 2018. You know, it seems like every other year is like a huge year for games, and it just. It's too much, you know? Yeah, oh, totally. And especially now, because I think developers are like, you got to push everything out. The, the only thing that sucks is next year will probably suck. 
like just that that first year of like ne- next gen consoles are, it, it's probably going to be like the slowest and like most torturous thing in the world because we're probably going to get like the week you know what i'm saying yeah like, I, I that's mean, that's my only fear it all it all kind of depends i mean i kind of expect horizon zero dawn 2 for the end of this year and then maybe uh, uh spot insomniac spider-man 2 next year sometime i would assume well yeah well, it's like for sure, we're getting an Assassin's Creed at like launch of like the next gen console, so that'll probably be like the benchmark. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the direction Ubisoft is going now, I think that'll be like a good first. You know what I'm saying? Launch game, right? If you're right, because um, if if they're smart, I I would tell you like I would say like Ubisoft needs to like be smart and, and like just release it, release every version of that game on the same day as opposed to waiting like they did with Black Flag. Yeah, um, it, it sounds it sounds like it's gonna be cross-platform, so I'm thinking that it's going to end up... It'll probably come out on PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. They need to. They need, they're need. they not going to alienate their... their play. Call of Duty will come out on PS4 and, and Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? We're going to we're gonna get, like, the, the, the stragglers. And I think the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, they're still powerful enough where it, it, it's not going to be a huge hit in, like, in graphics and, and perform, maybe performance a little bit, but some games I, I have a base PS4, and some games my poor console like I, 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 it's trying to like end its own life. Um, so we're 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 in a we're in a really really interesting place where like now everything is like top tier triple A. Like this is like the time if you don't own a console, like, this is the time to like jump on it, right? Um, absolutely wild. Um. But going back to like, so you were talking about, you know, you downloaded RE2. So yes, this is our sort of like what we've been uh, like playing and stuff like that because I, it, we haven't recorded since, well, I, yeah, we haven't recorded for like a while. So I, since like the Star Wars episode I recorded a, a few weeks back, almost a month ago. So this is our fresh start, new year, what we've been playing throughout like, you know, the, the better part of like all, like our winter, like our winter, like vacation and whatever. This is like everything, basically. So, Cody, if you want to start, like, what have you been playing or watching, and let's let's have a discussion. Well, let's start off with what I've been watching lately. I guess um, mm-hmm. three shows come to mind. One show okay. that I actually completely finished, and I'm sad that it's over. Uh, it's Silicon Valley. Uh, it's it's an HBO show. It's about these nerds that want to create their own business in the tech industry in California, Silicon Valley, and it's it's just ridiculous. Um, you got Camille Nanjiani, you got, I mean, he's probably the only main actor that I really know who's actually kind of branched off, and now he's in the, you know, the Immortals, the Marvel movies and stuff like that, and he does a lot of voices for shows and movies and stuff, um, but that's one show that I've finally finished and uh had a had a really good time with over the last couple weeks what's funny is um that show was created by uh mike judge have you seen office space yes like yeah same same guy like king of the hill office space uh beavis and butthead like his his resume is impeccable i've never watched the show but i i hear good things i hear it's 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 absolutely hilarious and it's it's probably one of the best like like satires on like big tech out there yeah 100%. I, and honestly i think i learned a lot about business while watching it surprisingly <laughs> so that's kind of cool 
he, he has like a voice like mike judge has this like knack and a voice to like tapping into like how shitty like uh, capitalism and like consumerism can be especially with like watching office space like how it, it gets it gets how how awful office work is right and then for him to sort of branch he essentially evolved into like the, the, the 21st century in like the best way i think he was on the whole like hey silicon valley sucks before anyone else was anyone else did that <laughs> which i i find i respect i respect that yeah it's a show i have to I, I i now that it's done i can actually like watch it without having to like fall back right yeah and that's that's one of the main draws for that show was for me because i knew it was ending and i was like all right six seasons each episode's only like a half an hour long like let's let's just do this so i just went for it and i definitely do not regret it it's it's one of my favorite tv shows i think now so wow okay yeah recommend it nice all right for sure then i have to check it out what else you been watching then uh, the other two shows that I've been watching and have not finished are The Witcher, the Netflix series The Witcher, and mm-hmm. The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Nice. Okay, so um, The Witcher I hear is like everyone loves it, but it's also like the biggest mess of like a show. Like when it comes to like how it's presented, um, I, I I I watched it in the back. My mom was watching it, and I watched it in the background, so I I know more or less what's up. But from your first-hand experience, what what did what do you think of it then so far? I like it because I I like the settings and I like Geralt and I like the characters. But yeah, you're right. The there's so much time hopping in it, and they don't explain any of it. It's all just like little subtle details that you have to pick up to be able to realize. Oh, this takes place thirty years before the part where Geralt's at right now and Ciri's, you know, way off into the present day where Geralt's like way behind. It's it's all ridiculous. They don't explain any of it until it finally like after four episodes just kinda like bashes you in the face with it. And uh, okay. And then you just kinda catch up and you're like, Oh shit, okay, I guess that makes sense then now, huh? <laughs> Is it, it does it like sort of satisfy like the uh the the Game of Thrones like like hunger? Uh, like in, in... kind of Game of Thrones was just like its own sort of beast. I don't know. It's it's that show is gonna be a hard show to ever kind of compare it to in a sense. I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's it's all medieval fantasy sort of stuff, but it's it's still its own thing, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. And it's not as, like, I don't know, whereas Game of Thrones had so many names and houses and stuff like that that you actually had to remember. The Witcher's kind of just, like, in each episode, here's a character. Oh, okay, yeah, you kind of, you know, you don't need to really remember this guy until later and stuff like that. Okay. It's, it's not a whole bunch of information thrown at you, which is beneficial, but also kind of a hindrance at, in certain issues, but... Yeah. Okay. But still, okay. I am enjoying it. I haven't beaten it yet, or uh, finished it yet. <laughs> but uh, no one's beat. No one's beaten The Witcher. I don't know. Um, and then the and Mandalorian. Then you... It's I... <laughs> that that show has failed to draw me in. Entirely. I'm on. I'm on episode two because I am bad at TV shows. Like I don't know how to watch TV. So that's all right. I, I got. <laughs> I got the because I wanted the service just for that, right? Right, that was um, me too. 
I mean, then again, like another show on there, like I'll talk about when it, when I'm off. But so the Mando, two episodes in, I, I adore it. I know everyone's complaining that there's no like story, but I can kind of respect. I, re- I I respect that because I like the idea of like I I, I love old like spaghetti westerns where there's no central plot and it's just a bunch of guys getting angry and killing each other and just walking around aimlessly and i, I adore same thing with sam old samurai films so i respect that of course i know that for for everyone it's not that's not fun because there's there's no payoff especially in a show where you know what i'm saying a show that just wrapped up its first season i know that that that, that might be frustrating but from i i from the first reason i i i like i need to i i need to finish it like i really do because I, 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 I'm looking at the Boa Fett fidget spinner Christine got me years ago, and I'm like, I need to finish it just for that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I but, mean, it's it, it kind of has a central plot around the Baby Yoda thing, you know, uh, but there's not much to it other than that. And honestly, yeah. that's... I, I watched... You know, I watched episode one and two, and then I just was like, eh. and all I saw on the internet was Baby Yoda shit, and I was like, I don't care. So I didn't didn't watch it for the longest time until I just recently on the pod my podcast we were talking about The Witcher versus The Mandalorian and uh, who would win in a fight, and I'm like, I don't really know because I haven't watched The Mandalorian, so now I'm I'm trying to finish it just so I can. Actually You're watching it for science. You're yeah, watching for, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a research. It's yeah. a research. You have you have like a, a diagram of like Geralt's like like uh like uh you know gear and, and skill set, and you have the Mandos on the other side. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yes, that's like it's it's getting to that because we've discussed it twice now on the podcast in the opening bit, <laughs> and it's like this next week we're going to end up discussing it again, and I need to bring a bunch of facts and stuff like that because I want the, that, yeah. I want Geralt to win. But oh, good, I don't good. know if he's no. going to. <laughs> Alright, what, what was that show in Spike? Uh, um, uh, Deadliest Warrior? Where, oh, like, they got, like, yes. historic... So you're, you're, doing, you're doing that for <laughs> the, the Mandalorian and, and Geralt. <laughs> oh, shit. Someone needs to do that. That'd be so good. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So the Mando has failed to draw you in, then. It's not, yeah, it's not fulfilling. I'm still... I'm, I'm going to finish it. I know I'll finish it before this, uh, this weekend. But it... It's definitely one of those shows that I'm like, I'll watch an episode, but I I can't, I don't want to binge watch it, you know, because I just don't, I don't know, there's, it, it doesn't keep my attention very well, so I don't want to end up, like, missing a bunch of stuff if I end up binge watching it all in one Yeah, season. yeah, 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 res- alright, I get that. Um... So, since we're on TV, though, I, I will say, so, the, the one show in Disney+, Plus. That has my attention now. It's in in it. Also, the reason I wanted it too. Um, I've been watching nothing but The Simpsons to the point where one word brought up during the day will send me on a rant or like a quote like train. Where uh, Christina and I were driving, uh, the radio ad said, "Oh, the Utica College or something, you know, school in New York." And then I went on this whole thing quoting the steamed ham spit from Twenty Two Pilots. So I'm like. Oh, it's a regional dialect. Oh, what region? Upstate New York. Oh, really? I'm from Utica, and I never heard anyone call them steam ham. And I kept going, and and that's that's the power this show has now, where, <laughs> um, now because like I used to watch it religiously. I used to when when I was younger, I would catch it on like on when the CW used to do like the oh here's like an hour of The Simpsons every day. So I, I would catch it then, I, and then I stopped watching it because 
I realized, oh, this show sucks after like season 15. But now I'm on Disney Plus. I'm like rewatching the first 11 seasons are probably like the best written TV ever. Um, it's my new falling asleep show, basically. Nice. So I have it right, which is which is bad because now I, I dream in Simpsons quotes. Um, <laughs> but it, it's brilliant because like those first those first few seasons, they don't only have like they're they're obviously hilarious. Like it, it, they can topple almost any other sitcom ever made. Um, but, but there's a lot of heart to them, and I absolutely adore it. The fact that there's one singular place that they, I can actually watch them comfortably um, is is reason enough that like Disney Plus has paid for itself in that regard. Um, right I haven't watched in December. I didn't watch anything else but The Simpsons. I I have like a whole list of movies that I have like saved on my watch list, mostly Muppet movies and Pixar movies. But I, the The Simpsons has been like that main like draw it's that thing that like I've, I've only watched to the point where like legit before we started recording i was watching a few episodes oh, <laughs> just <geez>. like <laughs> i had them on um and i i adore them i i i, I it, it's that it's that kind of show and aside from that i because I, I don't watch a lot of tv um i i i'm almost i just you know i i went back to try to finish season four of better call Saul before season five's out next month and I still consider Better Call Saul the probably the greatest written show ever made ever. Oh, it's wow. probably oh it, it 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 exceeds Breaking Bad, and it just about any other show because it it, it it's use it's it's characters are great. They pack in so many jokes into like this this one show. The tone never ever feels inconsistent. It just feels perfect. Bob Odenkirk. Um, it's hard to it's wild that we have this comedy guy now. In my opinion, he's probably one of the greatest actors of our generation just for the show um it's brilliant absolutely brilliant aside from that yeah most of my stuff are movies i don't want to talk too much about them because i have plans for them um okay. especially if you, if you fall yeah because i'm like i don't want to sit here and talk oh yeah i watched this jim jarmusch film and everything because I, I write I, I write about them on, on the blog and i'm and i have a I'm, i have a separate project with them i i will say though today i went to uh i went to class went to the library i picked up one two Six, six movies by one director just Leon saying so nice. just expect that yes um i'm i'm essentially i'm 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 improving my spanish just because they're all they're all they're all they're all from spain so like i'm improving my my spanish so that but that's really it for like stuff i've been watching um what have you been playing these past couple of you know well uh, I, of, of, you know obviously resident evil 2 um i after sekiro won game of the year at the Game Awards, I decided to buy it because it was on sale, of course. And um, I started... I rented it from the library. I have yeah. like I have a cop. I, I made sure to, I got it immediately after that too. <laughs> it's yeah, it's the game's fantastic, and I really want to play it. But fuck, is it hard for me to play? <laughs> it's painful. It is. I yes, it is. It's beautiful. Everything. It is the prop. One of the greatest games like ever, like just concocted. Right. It's like a work of art. But man, you're right. The barrier of entry. Good God Almighty. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I like. I, I watched a video of someone fighting one of like it's not even like a high tier boss. It's like a mid tier boss, and he's fucking like parrying the shit out of him and doing all this crazy shit. And I'm like. There's no way. Like, I see that, and I know I cannot play like that in the future, yes. you know? So I'm like, <laughs> I just, I don't know if I should just not try, or if I should just beat Resident Evil 2 and then focus solely on Sekiro, but I don't, I don't know yet, you know? 
Are, are you a are you a Souls guy? Like a fan? I am a fan of Souls in the way that they have created a new genre and the game okay. is excellent. I am not. I've never beaten a Dark Souls game. Uh, I've played all of them. I've played B- Bloodborne. I've played Demon Souls. I've played all of them. I've never beaten any of them though. But I love them yeah. all. <laughs> no, I agree. It's funny because like um. In this, as I was waiting for my copy of Sekiro to get to the library, I bought, I got, um, I got Bloodborne, and, you know, I, I I'm playing through it. I'm like, it, it, yes, as hard as it is to like play it, and it, as it's frustrating, FromSoft deserves like every accolade. Like they, they didn't create only create a new genre. They essentially they answered the question. Oh, are are video games art? Yes, because something like Bloodborne elicits all these feelings of like. At, like anything dread um so, like victory and everything it looks beautiful so i always consider like yeah it, it's a bit of a, a hurdle to jump through if you if you're not if you're not good at games it's like me i suck at everything but it, it is you have to what is it what's his name about uh, miyazaki deserves every all the praise like the game awards essentially like solidified like yes this is he is like one of the greatest developers ever the, a, a madman for, for this <laughs> I, I would say to anyone who wants to get into the Souls born games, I would say play Bloodborne. It's probably probably the most accessible game. Yes. It's not as in depth as the Dark Souls series, and Sekiro is just fucking hard. So play Bloodborne. <laughs> What's funny is because Sekiro they give you a bunch of like things that would make it accessible, right? They let you pause, they let you revive yourself. You can you have a grappling hook. You can jump. You can do all this stuff. But then they're like, oh, let's just make every enemy awful, and you can't kill them unless you hit one spot at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's the whole parry mechanic. Like I've never been good at parrying uh, yes. in any game ever, and that this game is solely parrying, and I it's, it's so hard. It's that ball- that weird balance system. Yeah. Where, like, oh man, it's annoying. Um. And I wanted to bring this game up because you know I, I I'm late on it, but it's similar. It plays similar to all these games. I finally finished God of War. Oh, I, the, I, the, the the reboot, the, reboot, the twenty essentially. Yes, gotcha. yes, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. but because it's funny, I, I I kind of I well I didn't breeze through it because there's some moments that made me like cry. But on most like encounters, all my souls training came in handy. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> I was par I was parrying. I was. I was, you know, attacking. I, I, I played smart. I knew, all right, shield, shield, this and that. Boss fights in that game are no joke. I cried. There's <laughs> there's one boss. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's one boss fight towards the end where you're fighting, the, like, these two, like, those dark elves. Like, the, the one of the fly, right? There's, like, two of them, and they're the most annoying thing in the world. But overall, I adored it, and I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? After finishing it, I get why it's as, like, regard, highly regarded as it is. Right, um, for sure. That, that I, game phenomenal right like it's it's an action adventure game that it, yeah it does fall into a lot of the trappings that make a lot of these like action adventure games kind of basic and, and sort of stagnant but this one does a lot of good the, the 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 whole one single shot thing ambitious you know what i'm saying um a lot of the the writing the acting and everything that ending like had me in tears just that the, the one the, that one word you know what i'm saying like like it's had me like in in tears like damn um the combat's fun especially once you get i mean i don't know if this is a spoiler now i'm not gonna spoil it i didn't play the game um the, you know when you get a certain like item yeah that combat like it, it turns into another game right and i love it 
Oh, I love it. I love... Again, I like how they sort of evolve. Every, I think every action game needs to use the triggers. Here, um, I, like, I would like, agree with that, for sure. You know, like, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey works so much better, like, with that combat than anything else. Yeah, I've actually um, been playing... And I, I think God of War, like, it, it, it's not my favorite PlayStation exclusive. I think Bloodborne and, like, Uncharted 4 top it, but it's up there. And it, it, it definitely is, like, a good big triple a action adventure game that, that that does a lot right um also the pacing is brilliant like yeah, i, I you, you know what's funny because i i played this after like gears 5 and i'm like i could tell where like they what they wanted to do with it right and that same like we're gonna take like a big massive action game but we're gonna like tell a much more personal story and also pace it in a way where it's not annoying and i and i i liked it you know i i don't know i i, I thought it was it was pretty good i, I get it every i get it everyone yes Yes, I'm late. I get it, but it's good. Not my game of the year 2018, though. It's still not, but it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you been playing, then? Uh, the only other game worth noting at this point is I started playing the Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection. Yes, the... Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> that was the conversation that got us to start to record this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> I, I, I forgot how incredibly sad Ezio's story began. Right? It is <laughs> so just fucked up, man. It's depressing. And, like, I like I literally just hit that point where what with the big thing that happens at the beginning, you know? I, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to spoil it. Assassin's Creed 2 has been out way too long. If you haven't it's played, 11. you're a bad it, person. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, it's, when, yeah, yeah when, you're, when they hang your dad and your two brothers which one of your brothers is a very small child like yes. that the, i remember what that the first time watching that and it just fucked me up i was like holy dude. shit you can't do like, that you can't dude, do that you can't dude like like you're introduced to them Ezio's like everyone loves Ezio. you know what i'm saying you're playing that game it's like oh dude Ezio's this really nice guy he's uh, he's charming He's kind of an ass, but like in a in a charming way. Oh, now we're just gonna wipe everything. Yeah, <laughs> like, God. It's, it's yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, but that game still looks really good. I mean, character models are obviously very dated. But don't zoom like, in. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't zoom in. But if you put the the backgrounds, the art the art holds up. Yes, it it really does. The setting is amazing. I rewatched the opening trailer for it, the reveal trailer that they did for it so many years ago. And it's just it just brings back so many memories, and I'm like, man, I, I really want to play through all these games again. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play through all these games again. Yeah. So, <laughs> what what's funny is that's now my new plan. So, I I, I going on Assassin's Creed. I I reached. I started replaying uh, Assassin's Creed Four, uh, because uh, I wrote my my best of the decade list, and I included it, that one in this game. But in that list, but to the point where I'm like, damn, now I really want to replay it. I have the soundtrack and I, I have the soundtrack on my Apple Music, the 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 the, the sea shanties. So every time I hear it, I I always go back to like how like your first time sailing and listening to those songs. Nothing compares to that. So I started replaying it, and I'm all these memories came flooding back. That that I I still think Black Flag is my personal favorite. Um, and Cody and I like argued about it, like the uh the, the present day sections and everything, yeah, uh, with, notwithstanding. That's... That's, that's a whole, a whole different conversation. That's a whole, that's a whole other podcast, sorry, right? But, but like, with Black Flag, it's just every time you're in the Animus and you're a pirate, nothing compares to it. Like, it's just amazing where you just go in, you sail, 
um you 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 hang around the uh the towns the, the again the sea shanties it has one of the best stories of like any any of these games the the characters are great i love edward kenway i think he's probably the best like main character they've had um uh, i love the the setting i love all this stuff i i like there's not a lot of games with pirates um and it, it's cool that ubisoft kind of cracked you know what i'm saying did something with it i and i always respected that yeah assassin's creed's kind of like funky sometimes when it comes to like their games quality wise they, they sort of vary but i i never fault them for like exploring time periods that are never done in games Wow. Um, again, they made three games in the Renaissance. No, there, there's no other video games that take place during. They had one in the Crusades. Um, it, it's I, I I applaud them for you know for exploring that. So a, a, to make a good AAA pirate game, essentially um, on the same level as like Red Dead doing a cowboy, like Rockstar doing a cowboy game with Red Dead, they did it for pirate games. Right. And sure. I I love it. I I love I love the game. Yes, it's a Ubisoft game. You know what I'm saying. If you don't like them, you're not gonna. Lie. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what to tell you. I think like, I I think it's a lot harder to go back to it now if you've never played a game in the series. But for me, it, it it still feels like the first time I played it, like back in 2013. Looking back, I'm like, this is probably my favorite game of that year. This is probably my favorite game of that year. It's just absolutely fun. I also redownload. So I like you said, I downloaded the Ezio collection again, and I downloaded Odyssey again to go back to um because i haven't finished it because i spent too much time talking to every single person doing whatever little quest and just grinding my heart out um i but so yeah so now it's all assassin's creed now i guess hey, I think, man, uh, you could be spending your time doing a lot worse so that's what i'm saying so i think <laughs> you've inspired you've inspired me now i think i'm gonna go back i i i because most almost every game is playable on on, on, mod, on modern consoles with the exception of the first game which sucks because that game's great well, it's uh, the first one's backwards compatible on the Xbox. That is true. Oh yeah, so. and you can buy like you can buy it used for like five bucks at GameStop. Yeah, you know, what? it might it's cheap. Might have to do that. Cause you know what? Honest to God, that game's underrated as hell. Like it's that's a that's a pretty it's a it's a it's a good game. It's ambitious. I, I agree, a hundred percent. Uh, the the first Assassin's Creed game will always be like a very special video game to me. I know I I know it's not the best in the series, but it will. Desmond and Altair and that that setting it will always be very special. And I, I really hope yeah. in the future that they decide to remake it. I don't think they will. Um, but it's man, that, that game would be fucking gorgeous. I would love a from the ground up remake and that that plays like Odyssey. Oh man, it would be it'd be I amazing. would love it. Where they expand on it and everything they, they where they do everything they wanted to do with right. it yeah you know i'm saying because they were off ubisoft obviously has an issue with over promising um if we all remember the first watchdogs it was gonna be like the gta killer yeah. <laughs> came out a year after came out a year after gta 5 and didn't do anything um uh, but it, it, yeah so now i'm gonna like go back i think i'm gonna play through all of them to the point where um i i i've never played brotherhood it's like one of the few i admit i never brotherhood and origins are the two i've never played brotherhood's um, really good because, Everyone loves it. Yeah, it's, it's, it introduces so many new mechanics <clears throat> that never comes into the newer games. That is a huge shame. Like the initiates and stuff like that, creating your assassin guild, recruiting people, sending them on missions, calling them into battle with you. Like you never see that in any other Assassin's Creed game ever again, and it just—it's so disappointing because it was 
is rad. It's really fucking cool. Um, no, it, it's funny. I, Revelation's underrated, I, I, I think. Um, the tower defense stuff, I don't know why everyone complained. I thought that shit was fun. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't think it was, like, amazing or whatever. I just kind of was associated with, with breaking up the monotony of what you're doing in those yeah, games exactly. all the time. So it's like, it, it was fine. It was fine. It was all right. Oh, I love Old Man Ezio. Yeah, it reminds me of um of Batman and uh, Dark Knight Returns, which I love. Um, You know, and then three, I love it for different reasons. I, I have the big collector's edition box in my closet that I got for Christmas the year it came out with the statue actually my little Connor statue um that I hold the I that, that game's special to me too that's the same way you, you talk about one three is that for me that was the first one I, I truly truly like loved and I and I finished it and everything um then four just kind of blew it out of the water completely no pun intended no pun intended I still love rogue because it's basically just four with all the, the fat trims um and then yeah, like the modern ones are, are in a weird place because Unity is a mess, or was I haven't played it. I, I Christine lent me her copy. The thing is that game runs at like twenty frames per second, and, and it's annoying what, to play. From what I know, they fixed a lot of the bugs pretty soon <laughs> after it came out. I I played it in twenty seventeen, and I'm like, oh, this game runs like shit. I I can't do this Ubisoft. You're, you're testing my patience here. Oh, <laughs> you're okay. testing. Okay. You're testing my patience. Um, Syndicate underrated as hell. I adore that game. That combat is fun because it literally just plays like Arkham. Yeah, the combat's amazing. Bare. The characters are amazing. The story the fight is club, interesting. The fight, club, the fight club sections where you just go and beat the shit out of people is fun. I love it. I love the the, the thick Cockney accents where everyone's like, Oi, what's this, mate? Bloody hell, whatever. I can't wait for Watch Dogs Legion because of that. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I totally forgot that game got delayed. That's so dis- disappointing. At least it's, you know, fur- sure. it's further away from Cyberpunk, which is good. So I'll, I'll take it. No, you know what sucks, though? Because Ubisoft was... I am I'm, I'm, I think I was like one of the few people in, excited for Gods and Monsters. But the fact that they're delaying it closer to next-gen means, like, oh, crap, we're going to get, like, a half-assed version on, like, mod... You know what I'm saying? We're going to get, like, a compromised version on both consoles. I, yeah, that's, that's the biggest issue with this whole, you know, no exclusives on the Xbox Series X, whatever... Because all those games are now going to be essentially downgraded to the Xbox yeah. One X, which oh. the Xbox One X is not a, a a shitty console. Like it is a fantastic console. It's a very powerful console, but like developers still will not be able to put out the maximum amount of stuff. You know, which sucks because like. Like, like Ubisoft is like in a place where they're not really great when it comes to like launching. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to launching some games, they're not at their they're not at, the, at their peak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for a game to come out on two different consoles that are vastly underpowered, <sighs> oh well. I mean, I'm still excited for Gods and Monsters. I think that's like the like that's like the most like unless they announce a new Rayman game, but we're not gonna get that until Beyond Good and Evil Two if it if it ever comes out. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the next. We'll see another Rayman game. Oh, for sure. For but sure. I just hate. I still. I just hate waiting because, like, I. I think. I still consider. I think Rayman Legends is probably the best thing they've made ever. <laughs> ever. Oh, I, think, I adore. I think the next time we see Rayman is it. They're gonna do a sequel to Mario and Rabbids on the Switch. <laughs> 
and put Rayman's Rayman on there. gonna be like oh, no. a, a huge central oh, character on in that. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Like he 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 had he had to rehabilitate for so like you know what I'm saying. It took him a <laughs> long time. Cody, don't put that energy it's out there. It's gonna happen, man. I'm just that's telling like, you. That's not funny. You're gonna see him on the box and everything, and it's just gonna be another like shitty mini game collection. Oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even gonna be a strategy game or anything. No, it's just gonna be another collection like that. Oh my god. That's not funny, Cody. I don't like that. Don't don't do that because Ubisoft will do it. <laughs> Ubisoft will. I I would. What's funny is I I remember I during E3 I hoped like the one thing that I wanted was okay get the Rayman team, get uh Soli, David David the David Soliani, and have them make a 2D platformer for Nintendo. Like make a, just have them make a Donkey Kong game if Retro is not going to do it. Yeah. Or have them make have them make a Rayman game. Listen, I'll even take a 3D platformer, which they that's not really my my forte. I always prefer two D platformers, but just do that then. If you're not gonna, you're not gonna make an because I know what's his name, Michelle Ancel. He's drowning in Beyond Good and Evil, which I don't even know what the game is supposed to that, be at this point. That, I guarantee you that games will be in development hell for even longer. It's than been. It has been. You know, it's, <laughs> That's the funniest part. Yeah, we will not see it until at least two, PlayStation Six, <laughs> like two to three years into this next console generation we will not oh no i i i am betting on it i you know what i'm willing to bet that we're gonna get a a a 2d rayman before that oh i I guarantee you we will i will you know what i'm saying because and and ubisoft has a lot of weird shit coming oh speaking of Ubisoft, i've also been playing siege again holy shit i've re-downloaded siege i have not started playing it again but i re-downloaded it too (laughs) you know what and i i i I don't feel bad saying this it's probably my favorite first person shooter of this gen Dude, it's so it is. good. I'm all oh about my it, but God. it's so fucking excellent. I don't know how Ubisoft managed to make shooting feel good. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, um, if you ever played Far Cry, the shooting in those games feel like there's a weight to them. It feels so damn good. Yeah. And then it translates perfectly into Siege, where Siege is essentially, all right, let's take Overwatch, but we're going to strip it down to like this brutal, you know, one shot, you're out sort of thing. And I love it. It's it, addicting. It's, I, it, the, it's excellent. Oh, the grind sucks. I'm probably never gonna unlock any more operatives ever. Um, I'll probably never get to competitive because it, it, it does take a while for me to get like you know what I'm saying to, to earn anything. And I again, like you said, I am terrible at the game too. It is truly it's a, it's a hard game to get into, but holy shit, it is probably like the one of Ubisoft's greatest games this gen. And the fact that they're still updating it is a miracle. Yeah, they 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 have a huge announcement tomorrow. Like they have a new map and like new modes and shit like that that they are announcing tomorrow. They just showed oh, up a trailer God. for it. Oh, every time there's a new event, I ho- I ba- I rarely hop in the online games. You know what I'm saying? Like I oh, rarely, yeah, but this 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 is like the one, right? Like this is it. Like I love this game. Um, and you know, speaking of like hopping, did you did you did you uh sign, did you do that thing I sent you? Yeah, the PlayStation thing. Yeah, so I, I kind of want to go through that because I'm surprised at my choice at what they gave me. Um, do you want to read? Do you want to read what you got? So for those who don't know, uh, you, is PlayStation sent their end of the year thing, their wrap up of like our the most played games and how much we all that stuff, right? Um, I'm can it's it's usually not accurate, which is bound to happen, of course. Um, mine is just an odd collection, but Cody, if you want to go ahead and just give me yours first, I want to hear this. All right. You said you you haven't touched your PlayStation. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I I I yeah, like probably a couple months into last year, after I beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey, 
I kind of switched back to the Xbox One being my main console for everything because of Game oh. Pass, essentially. So there are still games that I played on the PlayStation 4 in that time frame, but not, I mean, all the multi-platform games went to Xbox at that point. Um, <laughs> so it says you played 19 different games last year in 2019. My top games were Assassin's Creed Odyssey for 42 hours, and that was probably the a fourth of the amount of time that I actually put into that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two was Days Gone for 18 hours, and number three was Sekiro Shadows Die twice for nine hours. Okay, so for my so I okay so for mine for like that stat right there, I said I played a hundred different games because. Jesus. Yeah, my PlayStation is my main console, right? Uh-huh. I, every third part, every third third party uh, game, every every exclusive I get here because I have a base Xbox One. And oh, gotcha. For those who don't know, that console is not great. Um, I have it for Game Pass, so I'll da- I downloaded Halo and I downloaded Gears. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I play exclusives and then whatever I have there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I have Minecraft on there, so duh. I'm gonna play it but so a hundred so a hundred games um and then I, and that made me realize oh man i wasted so much of my life um <laughs> so my top three games which is i think it's a bit inaccurate because i, I assume you have to be connected to the internet for this to track it um and i th- i don't know it's just weird because I, I i can tell you what my probably most played game was on, on the console but my top games were number one assassin's Creed odyssey for 36 hours because i bought it on xbox um, then I stopped playing it when Red Dead came out, and then I bought it again on PlayStation for like twenty bucks when it was on sale. Mm-hmm. So now, and I've devoted a bunch of time to it. So thirty six hours, I played it for like a week entirely. That's the only game I've touched <laughs> for like a week. So those thirty six hours are that one week, right? On. Right, like so. And I did a lot. You know, like I got, I, I did a lot. Well, my second most played game, Apex Legends, which makes sense. That's probably that was like one of my game of the years. Like I, I nice. put in a lot of time. I put in so I put in a lot of time for, and I didn't even spend a dime. Oh, <laughs> which is funny, especially for an online game for for me to spend that much time. And then number three, this one's kind of obvious, Yakuza Zero, because duh, this is the year I discovered Yakuza. I played Kiwami when it was released because uh, it was released in November yeah. for uh for November twenty eighteen for PlayStation Plus. I played it in January for the first time, like a year ago, like around this weekend. I I put I I, I played through it. Yeah, Yo, because zero I got during like Fourth of July weekend, and then I put so much time into like a ridiculous. And if you follow me on Twitter, every like you'll see like a new user clip of me just doing something ridiculous. But yeah, three. That's 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 the thing. I don't know because last year I played Devil May Cry Five, and I and you know I, that game's not long, but I put a lot of time into it. And also I played a shit ton of Mortal Kombat Eleven when that came out. Oh yeah. Mind you, that game, that's like, I, that's the game I waited at, like, 9pm for. I got it. And I, I, I dedicated, like, a, like, th- like, two or three weeks of my life. I spent, I was, like, top, like, the top, like, like, 10% of, like, one of the towers. Oh, damn, nice. Like, that's how much I dedicated to it, because, of course, a new Mortal Kombat game is, like, a, like, we don't get those as often. So I'm like, oh, crap, there it is. Um, what was your top genre? RPG. I guess Assassin's really? Creed is considered an RPG then. Because mine says action adventure. Interesting. Which is weird. Because, okay, because I get Yakuza is, is an action adventure game, but Apex is a multiplayer game, and then Assassin's Creed is an RPG. Is Assassin's Creed RPG or action adventure? It's like. Both. I think it's. 
it's both. I mean, I consider it more of an RPG. Okay. Yeah, because it because it it truly it is a role you know thing. Um. Yeah. The what's a role playing game now? No one knows. Oh yeah. I mean, has... right next to it, it says RPG one game, fifteen trophies and forty two hours, and that's what I did with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because mine, I actually venture is like thirty nine games, seventy six yeah. trophies, <laughs> two hundred twenty four hours. Because this is a year. I mean, I played, you know, Devil May Cry, Yakuza. Uh, the Fist of the North Star game, I played, I got Days Gone, like, during Thanksgiving, what else did I play? Oh, I, oh, I, I replayed Arkham City. Oh, right on. So it's, like, all that stuff. I clocked in. How, how many hours did you clock in? Um, so you, you... 1,904 hours. Damn, so you clocked in more than me, because I'm, I'm 1,300 hours on mine. Okay, so this is where the inaccuracies come in, That's because... Exactly. You I'm... probably left it on. It... That not even that. I'm pretty sure it calculates out YouTube and Netflix because that's all that my PlayStation Four really has been doing for six plus months. Yeah. So well, and it what even I says do... my longest gaming streak is 24 hours, and I'm telling you right now that's fucking impossible. So. Because <laughs> mine, okay. So throughout the year, you played 211 days. I'm like, okay, hold up, <laughs> hold up. Like that's like oh, that's like ninety percent of the year almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and, and <laughs> so like, I get I play a lot, but damn, bro, because I played thirteen hundred hours locally, thirty two hours online, which that would make sense because I did play, you know, I played like Black Ops, Titanfall two, Fortnite, and Apex a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, twenty four hours is my longest gaming streak, and you know what? I believe that because I'm very, <laughs> because I'm very destructive, and I will stay up all night and play a game. Like, I'm very, I, I will do that to myself. I, I did it for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I played it throughout, like, an entire weekend without stopping. So this one, I believe. Oh, you know what I did this one for? That's 24, that was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Because <laughs> I remember exactly, you know what, because um, I, I think when we were playing, like, when I was playing that game, um, I was during a time, I was, like, in, in my summer semester, um, but I, I went on Tuesdays, I only went on Tuesdays. Thursdays, I had no work and no class. So every two, every Thursday, every from Wednesday night to Thursday night, all I would do was play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I would get out of work at 3 p.m. So the first thing I would do is, all right, let's uh, let's see what's up. Let's see what I can do. So that would make sense. Yeah. Do you remember what your stats from 2018 were? Oh God, no. Because it, it was for... definitely a lot higher than what it was because PS4 was my main console for 2018. No, me too. Because like my number one game of that year was. Red Dead at 78 hours. Oh, right on. And that was... I didn't even beat it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then under that was, like, Fortnite and Black Ops 4 for, like, 30 hours each. I'm like, okay, that one seems a bit more accurate. You know what I'm saying? That one... But I, I don't know. I think a lot of these are, like, really inaccurate because I think if they would have, like, truly counted, I think Mortal Kombat and Fortnite would have been up there. Because I'm seeing people, like, clock in, like, two or 300 hours per game. And I'm like... Okay, I know I hit those numbers. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, back in 2018, I know my number one game was also Assassin's Creed Odyssey because of I put probably 200 hours into that game. But that game is good because it tells you how long you played. Games need to do that. Right. I don't know why they don't. I don't know why they don't. Like, I don't know why there's no... Or there's, like the Switch has like a thing that counts it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll tell you. I'm reminded every time I check, like, oh, I've played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for 300 hours. Yeah. So it's like, 
it, it's ridiculous. But I, I thought that was pretty fun to kind of look back. I got the email. I'm like, all right, let's do this. So let's, let's see. Let's see what time I wasted. I'm probably gonna keep playing. Like I'm probably gonna do. I'm probably gonna even like go into a further rabbit hole. Um, I think that does it for this week. This is like a, a fun kind of look back. Uh, Cody, of course, you know you're here because you have to. You want to market your stuff. You know, well, that's not you're, why you're, I'm here. You're I'm here because yeah, I want. Yeah, I, I got your. I got. I got your. You sent me like a cash app, like the ad. Oh the yeah. Ad, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was the memo. The memo said like uh ad space and I'm like yeah, all right okay. damn, I see no no but but please go ahead and, and plug like where people can find you like um like let everyone know I'm gonna put links of course but go ahead please um you can find me on Twitter at slinks s l a n n x e um you can find my podcast the Tired Obsidian podcast in literally any podcatcher that you listen to. Um, and of course the blogs as well, the Tired Obsidian and Slinks Gaming. Um, Slinks Gaming is still in a renovation period right now, uh, but the Tired Obsidian is still going strong with, uh, podcast stuff now, so. Yeah, yeah, you guys are on a roll, and you guys are releasing it, you know, weekly now. Yep. Um, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's awesome that you guys are, are back. Yeah, this It's nice hearing nice hearing everyone again you know yeah this last episode was probably one of the best ones i've ever listened to like i listened to it after i put it out and i'm like wow i would actually listen to this podcast if it wasn't my own podcast like i was actually like this is a really good and in terms of uh um uh, numbers right now it's probably the fastest listened to episode so far which is just astonishing to me so yeah it's that's awesome man i'm happy man that's that's great what one of one of the best like podcasts in my rotation out there um you can find no i'm glad you guys are great i love love hearing you guys um i i i it's it's a a good time again it's like hanging out with friends right um i I like it that's like every podcast i listen to now mostly because i interact with everyone on twitter so it, it just feels like i know everyone um you, you could find uh, me, well, first find the podcast at Waypoint underscore set, where we let our intern do whatever he wants. Yeah, um, you could find the the blog. So I'm currently in in the middle of a weekly series where called In Rotation, where I watch a movie from a streaming service or my library rentals. I just got a subscription to the Criterion channel, so expect everything, because that's all I do now. I, I, I'm going to post my letterbox link in the description, because I've been watching a lot of shit. <laughs> and I want to, I, w- I want my, I want my taste to be known. Um, so find that my in rotation right now. It's up is my night on earth like review. I up like by this again before like the end of this week because I got to put up another. My review of Stanley Kubrick's The Killing will be up. Um, excellent, excellent heist film from 1956. Yeah. Um, and then find me at Waypoint Set CJ where I tweet about games, movies um and and politics occasionally uh apologies to everyone but you you get what you pay for um and of course (laughs) you know the podcast is it's back this is like our official like all right we're back to a weekly schedule the um cody's not the first or last guest so sorry if you don't feel special anymore but we have we have a bunch of fun stuff planned um we also christina and i are working on a second podcast we have the format we have the way it works it's a matter of the branding before we kind of go through with it but i'm excited and that'll do it for this week. Cody, thank you again for joining me. Thank you for uh, having me on. Remember, 
wherever the waypoint sets, we'll be there. Good night. Good night.